This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop. And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry, don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. Oh, hi there, Al Dukes here, and if I'm talking first, that means Jerry is out. CeeLo also not in. Mr. Peter Schwartz joins me. Good morning, Peter. Good morning, Al. How are you? Oh, doing pretty good. So, uh, no Eddie today. He's on a scheduled two-week vacation. We've got the Fleegs back there. Uh, Jerry called out sick. Yes. He was very ill yesterday. Called out sick uh, yesterday afternoon. Mm -hmm. So, uh, plenty of time. He didn't uh, pull one of these uh, 3 a.m. call-outs. We hope he feels better. Yes. He's uh, promising to be back tomorrow. We will see what happens, but... Last night, Peter, we got a very sweet Monday night football game. We all hate the Philadelphia Eagles because Philadelphia is a filthy city, Peter. That's what you were telling me before the break? Yeah. That just a disgusting city with disgusting (laughs) teams, and we hate Philadelphia, everything about them. Uh, they lost to the Seattle Seahawks. The only thing I like about Philadelphia is is my family that lives there. That's it. Oh, okay. All right. I suppose that's uh, that's fair. That's about it. Yeah, my family lives down in uh, South Jersey. That's Eagles country. Yeah. Philadelphia Eagles country. So uh, my mom is always complaining about how the local news there is just, like the local regular news is all about the Eagles. Like it's nonstop Eagles coverage. What's the weather going to be for the Eagles game? Who do the Eagles play this week? I think she, she, we grew up Cowboy fans, so my mother's had it with those Eagles uh, the TV coverage down there. And I think a lot of the professional athletes in Philadelphia yeah. live in South Jersey. Is that right? Yeah, like that Cherry Hill. like it better. Cherry Hill area. That yeah. Cherry Hill area is uh, Eagles country. Because you get the uh, Philadelphia local news, and so, you get the Eagles games. So maybe they should just extend the border in from Philadelphia? Philadelphia into Cherry Hill and just make Cherry Hill part of Pennsylvania. I would be okay with that. Yeah. I give up Cherry Hill. Do you spend any time in Cherry Hill? I do. My family's down in that area, in so that I area. do spend time down there. Uh, but but I I try to wear my uh, New York team gear, yeah. Mets. That really ticks them off. Dallas Cowboys, just to annoy them down there. But how about this? It was Drew Locke at quarterback beating the Eagles. And I got to tell you, Peter. Drew Locke had himself a heck of a ball game. And the thing going around social media this morning is everyone's in love with Drew Locke after his post-game on-field discussion. Did you happen to see that? I did not. I was sleeping. 
Oh man, Peter, you got to get that for the uh, one of the updates. Okay, because it's really the, it's probably in the system. I have to look for it. It's really the talk of the town because it was a guy who seems genuinely excited that he 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 was uh, talking with emotion. He was getting teary eyed. These guys don't get a lot of chances. You know what typical I mean? Typical backup quarterback. Yeah, typical backup quarterback. He they win the game twenty to seventeen. Seahawks beat the Eagles. The Seattle gets the ball back on its own eight-yard line with a buck fifty-two remaining. Peter, not that, a lot of time. That's a ninety-two-yard drive, and they needed the touchdown. Yeah, they needed the touchdown. Ninety-two-yard drive. They went down, scored a uh, touchdown. Uh, a guy named Smith in in, in Jigba. I believe I it's nailed that, Peter. Jigma. That's what I just said. Yeah, yeah. That guy made a great catch. Great throw, great catch. DK Metcalf had a great catch on a great throw. This is the thing. Not only is the quarterback got to put the ball in a perfect place, these guys are going to catch it, which we which we see dudes drop balls all the time. There were key catches on that final drive for the Seahawks. And Mr. Drew Locke. And oh, they baby. had a four-game skid, and now the Eagles have lost three in a row. They are I love slumping it. at the wrong time of the year. Well, I was thinking about that as I was walking my dog at uh, 3 o'clock this morning, Peter. I was mm-hmm. thinking of that. Or are they Does sliding? Does your dog like to be walked at 3 oh, o'clock Oh, she in the loves morning? it. Yeah. Yeah, she does not a people person, so there's no one on the streets at 3 a.m. She loves uh-huh. it. She'll go forever. You get there in the summer down the Jersey Shore when there's people all around, she's not interested. Not a care so in the world. So she, she loves no one on the streets. She's like me. She's not a people person. But I was thinking <laughs> of this. I'm loving that the Eagles are on, what is it, three-game uh, losing three streak? Three-game losing streak, yeah. But another part of me thought, actually, if I'm an Eagles fan, is this the perfect time to be on a losing streak? No. I don't know, Peter. You you lose now. It's too late in the season now. Then you get it together for the playoffs, and then they get back on a road. Because here's the thing. They got the Giants. That's a win for the Eagles. They've got the Cardinals. That's a win for the Eagles. And the Giants again. Eh. See, They're going to get right back on track, unfortunately. It's not the time of the year to have a slump. You know, the Niners had their little issue at the beginning of the year. Too soon. No, I think they got their act together just in time. Now look I what they're know. doing. Yeah, but they could be in the they could be ready for a second second losing streak swoon, if you will, Peter. No. Mm. Just totally disagree. If I was doing sports talk on WIP in Philadelphia today, I'd be like this is perfect. We won the three-game losing streak right here. Now we set up with a couple of uh, – we got the Giants twice. We know they don't uh, put a lot of points on the board. We've got the Cardinals. Who knows what they are? And then we roll right into the playoffs. I think you're going to hear a lot of concerned people on WIP today. Well, a yeah. A lot of concerned yeah, people. Yeah, I'd go the opposite way because that's what I believe. It's like a By Seinfeld way, episode. You go the opposite I'll way. I'll do the opposite. Yeah. By the way, another thing, I don't know if this was, I watched the highlight, the extended highlight package, and it was, and I saw it, I saw it on the highlight package, then they did a replay on the highlight package, and the announcers, uh, Buck and Aikman, didn't say anything about it. They may have once there was extended time to talk about it, but on the, the touchdown run in the third quarter that tied the game at 10, Drew Locke ran all the way down the field and blocked the dude right at about the goal line. Now that's a that's a man. That's a quarterback. That was impressive. That, that is not a prima donna quarterback when you no. see a, the 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 quarterback going out there and blocking like a yeah. Jim Kelly. He made he went 
And he had to go, he had to run 20-something yards to get down there and make a block. I mean, this guy was killing it last night. Making the most of his opportunity. He sure was making the most of his opportunity. Now. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Jalen Hurts did play with what we're calling flu-like symptoms, Peter. Have you ever had flu-like symptoms? I have. Yeah. I would not have played football if I had flu-like. Would you have shown up for work with flu-like symptoms? Um, I'm like what Jerry did yesterday. Like, if you wake up with flu-like symptoms, you got to go to work. Yeah. Unless you're really in rough shape. Uh, and then you you call it the next day when you when you rest. But, uh, you know, we hear all the time these athletes play. We did the Michael Jordan flu game, right? People, mm-hmm. some, some, some athletes excel when they have the flu. But Jalen Hurts, this is what I was thinking, though, Peter. See if you're with me on this one. Let's say I'm a defender. I don't want to tackle Jalen Hurts, a guy with the flu. He's breathing <laughs> on me. Now I'm getting the flu. You know what I mean? Well, it's like kind of come in here. I change the windscreen on the microphone. Yeah, you don't want the flu. Right. Well, but, but do we think that's what Jerry has? Uh, I don't know. Who knows? I don't know what these guys all get around here. Everyone's always sick at all times. My guess is that... What happens is these guys uh, don't get rest. They have multiple jobs. They're up all night watching games. Uh, and they uh, their body gets run down. So I don't know what they yeah. get. I don't know if that's on the mind of the players when they go to tackle somebody. If you don't think is sick. No. in the tush-push well, situation, the guys on this. COVID, though? The guys, COVID? Yeah, but you weren't playing with COVID. Yeah, but you don't know. See, but that's the thing. Like, back those years, like, you didn't know. If the person across from you had COVID, and maybe until after the game. I thought we were testing everybody. They were testing, but not like an hour before the game. Were they yeah. testing an hour before the game? I don't know, but here's what I here's what I know. If I'm on Seattle, and I'm on the one-yard line, a defender, and the flu-filled, mucus-filled Jalen Hurts is uh, tush-pushing right into my face, I don't want to get it. I don't want to <laughs> get the flu. He scored two touchdowns last night because people were afraid to tackle him. Yeah, but they've got... They've got all that equipment on and padding, and most of the football players wear the gloves. Yeah, but it goes right. You're breathing it right in the nose, Peter. You're I, like, imagine he he's right in your face. He's like, you know, he's breathing heavy because he's running. Yeah. I'm breathing heavy because I'm playing. You see what's going on? Right. Germs. Kind of like the drunk guy that was trying to talk to me when I was walking out of the Paramount the other night, right up in my face. He was in your face yeah. uh, breathing heavy? Yes. Yeah, you got to be careful. Like, um, we were lucky we didn't get flu-like symptoms. Maybe yeah. that's where Jerry got it from. <laughs> I don't know, but it was a pretty great game by Seattle all around. I love the Geno Smith story because it's it's great that we had like discarded him and then he was a backup for a long time, then got his chance. And great story. Great story. I also love this Drew Locke. I love any type of quarterback coming out of out of uh, you know the backup role and doing well, which is why we love the Tommy DeVito story. And I. There's a, there's a little bit of a new story with Tommy DeVito. I think you have it on the list. I do have it on the show sheet list. Well, we kind of had this yesterday, but we got confirmation of it. So I guess Tommy DeVito and his agent, Sean Stellato, they're embroiled in a bit of a uh, 
pizza situation with uh, <laughs> Coniglio's Old Fashioned. It's a piece of pizza. It's a pizza place in Morristown, New Jersey. And the people had reached out to me prior to this saying, hey, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but uh, Tommy DeVito was supposed to do uh, an autograph signing at this pizza place on Tuesday, uh, but he raised his fee from ten grand to twenty grand, so the pizza place canceled. So people are mad at him. Now, I'm not sure anyone's interested in an autograph. Not after uh, Sunday's quickly. game. But here's my question. Things change. Is this this like a like, like a like a local just like pizza joint? Like pizza it's not, joint. It's not like a big Italian restaurant. No. It's just a pizza place. I think it's a pizza place. So that they must do very well business wise if they had ten grand in the first place to yeah. give to Tommy DeVito for the appearance. Correct. Like, I can't imagine too many local pizza places that would have ten thousand dollars yeah, handy to give you know the backup quarterback. Here's Come the, in to sign autographs. Here's the thing about pizza places, Peter. Pizza's cheap to make. Yeah. And they sell for like 18 bucks a a pie. It's, you're pocketing all that. Unless you, know, you go to Costco and get it for nine ninety nine. Pizza? Yeah. Yeah, it's not the same, though. It's pretty good. I like it. What, Costco brand? Oh, yeah. Oh, the Costco co- pizza the Costco you get on your way you out? out? Yeah, it's pretty good. You can't be ordering food at Costco, Peter. Why not? Uh, it's like, it's all... Terrible ingredients. It's not. It really tastes good. Oh, it may taste good. I like good. it. I get the chicken bake there too. Chicken bake. What yeah. is this? It's like a. It almost looks like a calzone. How many chicken. meals a day are you eating at uh, Costco? Not, not every day. Just when when, when you go shopping and decide I don't want to stop anywhere else for lunch, and I'll bring it home. Oh, I see. You ever eat it at the Costco? I like the picnic my wife tables. And I, if we're kidless, yeah. You know, we'll just go do a little shopping and we'll have lunch at Costco. Oh, okay. And then you keep your cart full of stuff right next to you? Right next to you. <laughs> smart, Peter. Yeah. Very smart. I have thought about it when, I, you know, you're leaving the Costco. What's the, you're, when you leave the Costco and they check your receipts, what are they, they're not, you have a gigantic. They don't check every single thing. Right. You have a gigantic cart full of things, not in bags, and they look at your receipt and they go, eh, black marker, you can leave. They have a little marker. They say, okay, have a nice day. Yeah. What, what, have they ever stopped anyone and went, mm. I don't see this uh, giant thing of muffins on your list. You know, are they just like eyeballing a couple things? I think they're just looking like, do you have headphones? Did you buy a computer? Oh, I see. Oh, they got the one it bag, really holds bag up, of chips. There. It holds up the line getting out yeah. of there. Yeah, I almost uh, caused a pretty big scene at Costco a couple of months ago. Is that right? Yeah. So my wife's the member with her mother. So usually when we go to Costco, I go with my wife because I can't buy anything because I'm not on the card. Your face is not on the card. My Your face, wife's face. The, my wife and my mother-in-law are the owners of the account. So there was one time where my wife was working, but we needed to go to Costco during the day. So I went thinking, all right, you know, sometimes they don't look at the card. Exactly. So now I get on the line and I show them the card and they're like, where's your wife? I'm like, well, she's working. I'm just here using her card, but you can't use her card. Love it. And I, and I love rules. I, I, so you're willing to deprive this big giant sale um, because, and I could show you my driver's license. It's the same address. The girl gets on a microphone, a walkie-talkie, uh, paging a manager. We have a situation on aisle four. You were the situation. I was the situation, yeah. 
They let me buy it that day, but now no longer am I allowed to purchase anything at Costco you used without your my one, wife there. You used your one time. Well, yeah. get, can't you get on the membership? It was. It's almost doesn't make sense to do it because most of the time, 99% of the time, I'm there with my wife. Mm-hmm. It was just the one time yeah, and they caught that you. I went and they said, nope, this is a situation. They're on it, Peter. We got a situation. Yeah. Peter, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll do a little more on this uh, Seahawks-Eagles um, game since it was very exciting. I've got a, I've got a, a New York Jets note I'd like to get to. Mm-hmm. I've got a Tom Brady note. I've got an interesting take by Rashad Mendenhall I'd I love to get that. to. Yep. And Anthony Edwards from the Timberwolves got himself in an interesting situation. And then Boomer and Gio will be here right at 6 o'clock.